Hey guys! So welcome back. It's Friday. Yep. To Level Up Podcast episode. Level Up with J and M. Episode five. This is our fifth episode. Which I know doesn't sound like that many, but that's that's a lot. That's good. It's a good amount of good amount of content we have out there on we're, the we're going podcast. To, we're going to be having this this conversation one day and doing our little intro, and it's going to be a hundred episodes. Oh. Can we get a cake for our hundredth episode? Can we just get through ten first? <laughs> can let's we just, get like the number balloons and a cake? Let's just do the. the okay, let's get through. 10. Can we get a? Can That's we a get, fair shot. Can we get the cupcake from the cupcake house in the shape of a ten hundred? <laughs> in the shape of on ten hundred. Get your money back for your education. <laughs> in the shape of a hundred and then get balloons. That's what all the Instagram people do. Anyway. Listen, remember, I'm old. This isn't my, this isn't my wheelhouse. So my, yeah, my Instagram say. people are just talking about retiring. Your Instagram people That's are like, true. let's have a party. Anyway, today, don't slam the table. Sorry. The mics. The four people at home are like, don't, don't do that. It hurts my ears. Anyway, our topic today is recovery. recovery. (laughs) It was a roundabout way of introducing that. Yes. Um, Just recovery, all the different aspects of recovery. So what goes into it, the three R's, uh, everything like that. And then um, basically why you need it in order to see results. So how that ties into you, um, you guys at home who are listening, how it's relevant to all of you. So it's not like, oh, I don't really need to listen to this. I'm not an elite athlete or I'm not... Uh, training for a basketball event or I'm not going to college to compete like it's still or I'm not a bodybuilder it's still relative very relative to you in fact probably more relative to you than almost any other topic we've covered so far because with everything that you do any type of exercise you do need to recover from it whether it be you know the vast length of what a bodybuilder would need to recover the muscles or somebody that's just kind of doing the group like a group exercise class or you know, a short distance runner. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So. Um, okay, so let's get into, we kind of bully, bully, bullet, oh my. Bullet point, we <laughs> bullet pointed the conversation we were going to have today because there's some things that we definitely want to hit on. We're going to way, we're going to talk, way over talk whatever we have as a bullet point. Yeah, so this way we don't um, we forget want any the, information. The three important, you know, things. I always try to, when I give people information, especially when it's stuff that could relate to their everyday or their workouts, I like some, they, they say, oh, I remember Phil and Michelle said the three R's. Yeah. Because it's easy to remember. Yeah. That's you know, so like something like that, we're going to break that break that down for you and the importance of all that. So the bullet, the stuff that we have written down, I had a little lisp there. <laughs> neither, <laughs> of, neither of us can talk today. I'm sorry, guys. It's because it's almost Halloween. Wait, before we get into it, oh. can we just talk about our Halloween plans? No. I mean. <laughs> Are you going to sh- give out candy? Am I? No. You're not going to give out candy? No. What if someone comes to your door? They're going to probably, no, I mean, we will, I'll probably put the, no, you're right, I probably will, but I'm not able to touch it, and I need a grabber or something. Does that, really, is that a rule now? No, I have no idea. That's what I was asking last time, is I still don't really know, because some people are, and some you're, people I know aren't. you're going to dress up in a Halloween costume. I am, yes, 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 yes. Excellent, that's not going to be me. I'm going to be that guy that's like, here, <laughs> take your candy and get, out of my, get off my porch. Well, we're giving out boo bags, which are like. It's like a Halloween goodie bag for our... Boo bag? Boo bag. Yeah, like boo. Do you get a lot of people where you're at? Well, I don't know. It changes every year. Like, well, I don't know about this year. It's kind of an unknown. You're either going to get a lot because they're all like 
screw this, screw the rules. So like, you're I'm hoping you're hoping that you don't get any trick or treaters. So you keep no, all the candy. I don't. No, I don't like candy like that. I know everybody got really upset about that in the last. Podcast. Well, because it's you know it's no, okay, false. Okay, I like candy. Let me clarify this. Agreed, I agreed. enjoy it a lot, but I don't ever crave candy. Like, right. I but will if it's crave, there, you'll eat it. Yes. Okay. And so it's also yummy. Like I'll be like, oh yeah, let me have a Reese's, but it's not like oh my god, I'm craving. Like I crave all the kinds of sugar, like cupcakes, cake, cheesecake. Yeah, every dessert that ever was invented i, I can i crave it all types of cakes and yeah treats and trinkets <laughs> so i mean i crave that but i don't crave halloween candy it's just different no. also you get really sick of it really fast so like too much sugar i've gotten to a point where maybe that wasn't once the case but i like right. overload on sugar and i'm like Bleh. i don't even want like i don't want anything to do right. with it for weeks so that's the <laughs> yeah like after my birthday remember the sugar sweats that i had for two days yeah everybody's you like, do in cupcakes class, they're like, and they're like oh what's wrong with you Did you drink last night i'm like no, no. it's all the sugar <laughs> it's too much sugar i felt like i was hungover you but... do you get like this sugar hangover excellent anyway so yep i hope everybody has a wonderful and safe halloween this is friday so this is we're pre-recording this guys but <laughs> it's friday when this is coming once, out once you hear it'll be friday so, so i hope day. everybody um you know is there for the trick-or-treaters for the kiddos <laughs> they deserve a good halloween it's been too crazy for them Right, you know, in school and everything else, but um, yeah, so today we're talking about recovery. So I'm gonna kind of like intro it, and then Phil's gonna hop in because we both have a lot of information on this. So, just kind of the way that I would intro it is that I deal with a lot of clients, and so does Phil, that kind of say, Oh, well, why do I have to take a day off, or why why do I have to take a full day off? Or they'll say, Oh, well, Sunday was my day off, but I went running, or I went for (laughs) a three mile run, or a four mile run, or whatever. That's not a day off. So, when we talk days off, it is going to be personalized to you. So like um, a day, you can have one day off a week. You can need two days off a week. You need three days. It very much depends on your age, um, how fast you recover. Uh, if you're uh, an athlete, not an athlete, what kind of workouts you are doing that you need to recover from, all of that stuff. So you might need one rest day a week. You might need two. I take two. Um, Phil kind of takes two as well. Right. It's just uh, they're depending on the day and maybe different days depending on when we need them. But why are why are rest days so important so my clients will be like well why do i have to take a rest day like i'm only doing class in the morning or i'm only doing this for an hour well you see if you don't ever take a rest day the work you're doing on the on the days that you are working out is is i don't want to say going to be for nothing but you're not going to get as much out of them because any workout strength training you know adaptation it relies on your body being able to break down muscle tissue and then build it up stronger when does it do the building up stronger? On your rest days. So when you're resting, whether that be an intentional rest day or not, that's when it's trying to rebuild and recover. Um, Also consistent training, and this is gonna be in our notes, I'm just summarizing. Consistent training leads to a lot of inflammation. It leads to spike. (laughs) It leads to um, cortisol level increase. It leads to holding water, water retention, um, trouble with weight loss, plateaus, Uh, increased risk of injury really i mean there's really nothing it doesn't (laughs) lead to you need to recover um and like phil was talking about we're going to dive into the three r's which are going to be the basis for everything we're saying today um but it basically just stresses you know the important aspects of recovery which phil's going to break down for you so we're doing the three r's this is just keep this in mind when you're thinking about recovering um is rest refuel and rehydration so yeah, what so do, let's break those down. What do down. all those mean? So yep. rest. Sorry, guys, I'm drinking at the same time. It's pretty simple. You know, giving your body a break. You know, I'm not saying don't stay in the house all day and not move. 
But as far as like, don't exercise. Maybe if you're gonna walk, walk nice and gently, like at a leisurely pace. But you make sure you want to you want to give your body and your muscles the time to recover, recuperate. So rest is very important. Uh, another R is the refuel. What's refuel mean? Rehydrate. Refuel, Re- refuel rebuild, and rehydrate. And rehydrate. Um, right. Yeah, rebuild, I was just looking right. that up, guys. So yeah, just make rehydrate. Sure um, refuel is basically eating. Eating yeah, proper what, nutrients. What nutrients are you putting in your body Correct. to help yourself recover right. from your Don't workouts. make your recovery day or your rest day, you know, eating protein. pizza. Well, right. yeah, protein, protein carbs, carbohydrates, really, really you know, important. Remember also when... good fats. Yes, when you work out, any type of, like, any type of workout really uses muscle storages of glycogen. So it uses your sugar, right, that your body t- so pretty, needs. Yeah. It breaks it down and it uses it for the entire super stressful process that is your workout so in order to help recover from that in order to help your body then turn those muscle tears into building it stronger you need you need carbs you just do um you need obviously fats as well healthy fats um, and protein is a definite must again that's going to help you build muscle but definitely carbs are very necessary on rest days i stress that with a lot of my clients is like eat your carbs make sure you hit your macros a lot of times on, excuse me, we're just really struggling over here today. Um, a lot of times I will have them up their carbs on rest days to help with inflammation and muscle gain and all of that stuff as well. Right. And these are people that, you know, that are on a stricter diet. Yeah, but these are people who are following their macros it, seven right? days a they're week. Absolutely. They're following their macros. They're yeah. recording it. So, oh, well, Michelle and Phil told me to eat carbs on my no, rest day. No, y'all no, are smarter no, no. than that. Y'all right. are smarter than but that. We just have to make that little disclaimer mm-hmm. because people will say, oh, well, you said to eat carbs, eat heavy carbs on my rest day. Oh, of well, course they that's will. people with that are, you know, focused on, you know, their dietary goals during the, the six days that they're working out. Yeah. You so have to track gonna, your macros right. on all the other days to know what an overeat so. on carbs is anyway. And then so. when we say, you know, increase <clears> your carbs <throat> by 50 or 60 or 100, whatever, in case me. Also, rehydration. Haha, yes. That's the big one. Water, water guys. Water. water. Making sure you're... Flushes re- you out. Yep. Cleans you out. It helps the, the muscles. It helps the blood delivery. It's such a big process. A lot of people don't realize, I think, and I usually put nah. it like this. So, it's the same concept with not eating enough food, which we'll get yeah. into it later time. Again, not this podcast, but... Um, if you're not eating enough food, you're not getting enough nutrients, your body's going to hold on to whatever it has. It's just kind of the survey, like survival principle. Right. So it's the same thing with water. So if you guys aren't getting enough water consistently, and I mean enough water, most people don't get enough. I, I ask people how many how much water they drink on a daily basis, and they point to like one of those standard size like water yeah, bottles, the, whether the it be pole, pole and spring. spring bottles, right. And they're like, well, I, I get through like one and a half or, or like, like three, two of those. Three of these a day. That's like 30 ounces, guys. Right. And it's in a period where you're uh, where you're awake for, you know, 16, It's just hours. not enough. And I know there's like a daily, so to not to go against the R, like RDA or whatever the like, you know, what do you call it? The recommended daily allowance. Yeah, but like whatever people, the the scientist, like the community has recommended eight cups right. a day, right? Cups. First of all, a cup is a different measurement for everyone. Yeah. Second of all, I am of the personal belief that that is not accurate. I think you should be getting, you should take your body weight. And for me, now I, you have to know like your personal level of exertion. So you have to know how hard you work out, how much you're sweating, how much you're moving on a daily basis. I drink my body weight in ounces and that's like, sometimes honestly not enough water for me so it's 140 ounces somewhere in that range um, but I at least have to be at a gallon so 130 ounces a day for me to feel hydrated now it's different for everybody obviously if you're sitting at a desk all day you might not need the same level of water but 
a good rule of thumb to go by is either take your body weight, divide it in half and be consuming at least that much in ounces or the more like biofeedback method, which is just make sure, I know this is strange sounding, make sure your pee is clear. Right clear and not yellow so like there's different levels you can look it up online they have images if you want to see different levels of dehydration it have. it's good though we yeah. look at that People, obviously you know, and if you take b vitamins there's don't higher, yeah, yeah don't get me wrong that influences it as well but <clears throat> i'm saying throughout the day you should be going to the bathroom pretty often and you should be able to see like hey Turn is it out, bright yeah. yellow is it mid yellow like any yellow really is a marker of some form of dehydration you really kind of want to be like on the clear scale so it's As a good you, way yeah. of measuring when you, you know? wake up in the morning it's going to be of course because you're sleeping sleeping yeah but also too i tell people you know with water we're flushing in our system we're also helping with the lactic acid and oh yeah and then you're you know you're not cramping the worst is cramping up from being too sore and not having enough yeah, water. Yeah, 100%. I, mean, I can cramp up and then start drink as much, like a ton of water, and I'm like, oh, wow, that really helps it. Water also helps to circulate all those nutrients oh, around. So even if you're to. someone who's taking vitamins, the delivery right, system. magnesium yep, for cramps and like things like that, if you're not drinking enough water, your body is not, not going to circulate it as effectively, and you might pass half the nutrients that you need to be consuming. Water is good for everything. Really, yeah. there is no such thing. I know there's like this big misconception about <clears throat> too much water. yourself, yeah drowning yourself yeah um from the inside i remember that being a thing and and i i forget who said it to me it might have been my mom i might have heard it from somewhere else where someone was like well my doctor said you could drown yourself right. i was like yo the amount of water but your body's gonna if you the drink it of water you're not it holding takes. it in your body anyway yeah but the amount of right. no one is drinking that much water there's no. just no way i haven't met somebody that even gets a, a gallon down other than bodybuilders right. like you will know if you're drowning yourself like measure yourself obviously biofeedback and stuff like that i don't think we have a whole lot of extremists on there we're gonna be like wow i should just, there's no such thing as too much water. Let me I'll drink three drink, gallons. Drink, 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 right. You don't want to do that. You want to talking water, not coffee. Water. You know, not nothing iced else tea. counts towards your water for the day is a good rule of thumb. Right. Because guess what? Coffee is a diuretic. Yep. It actually dehydrates you, so that absolutely doesn't count. Same Soda doesn't count. Yep. Yep. Your Gatorades, because mm-hmm. your Gatorade is not just water. Okay. Gatorade has sodium in it. Your and Gatorade sugar, has carbohydrates. Yeah, hundred percent. Depends which one you have, but yeah. you're right. So, you know, I, I, I'm, listen, I'm a proponent of a Gatorade or a smaller Gatorade. Oh, we drink them during our workout. Right. Yeah. We'll talk about intra workout. And yeah. The sodium and yep. the sugars to give you the energy. <clears throat> but, like, to say that's part of my water intake. And it depend no. uh, depends on how much you drink it. Again, we're like, we're talking Those majority. Are ones, right. Yes. And we'll talk about intra workout because that's a big question I get a lot. And I know we get a lot on yeah. our Instagram is like intra workout nutrition, pre post, you know, everything like that. That is a big topic. We will get into that. That's not going to be today. Um, but it's just, you want to make sure, find out what hydration really is. It will honestly, water can change. It's a game changer. It can change everything. So like if you go from drinking next to no water and you start drinking water, your energy levels, I mean, your workouts, how you feel on a daily basis, like I, I can't undersell it. Like, it's yeah. the best thing ever. So if you don't drink enough water, that's something that you could start now and change now. Um, it will also help your speed up your recovery tenfold. Yeah. You need that. Without water, it just doesn't happen the same way. It doesn't. Right. In, including being sick. You don't recover from being sick, not just workouts. It flushes you out. Yep. Yep. Refuel, like we, you know, we touched on refueling or nutrition and eating, and that's very important too because the two go hand in hand; they coincide yeah. with each other. So you're doing both of those together, your body's going to recover, and you know, 
respond better during your rest day than you and would again, if you just drank or rest days ate. are necessary and they shouldn't be oh i did a rest day but i went for like a six mile run right or no. did my cardio like don't don't do that like you're not chances are if you don't need feel like you need that rest day right <clears throat> you're probably not working hard enough on your training days another topic that we are going to delve into um is just how to set up your strength training program um, or your workouts for progressive overload and and for optimal results. So if you're not really feeling like you need a rest day, if you're not feeling, it doesn't have to be soreness because that's another thing that's like another myth myth that you don't need to be sore. Um, But if you're not feeling like, wow, I really need a rest day. Like I get to, I don't know about you, but I get to Sundays. I'm sure you feel the same way. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything today. Like I'm not, I'm going to walk around like I normally would, but not extensively. I'm not doing anything. Like I'm not going to go for a run. I'm not going to do legs. I'm not I'm not doing any of that it's just not happening although we did run yesterday yeah but I'm just right no (laughs) I'm just saying we talk about Sundays and Mm -hmm. you're right so like we even sometimes break our own rules and take a day but then I find myself needing another day I I take two every week now I can't go without it usually it's Thursday and Sunday but it varies depending on my leg day schedule my my shoulders you know like I go around my body parts but either way it's they don't really care about what I'm doing it's just an example no absolutely you definitely need a full day even we do it Yes, full day of just doing nothing. Um, because what exercise does is it produces stress. Yeah, stress exercise body, is a stressful not the process. Stress like you know, you get from work or no, your it's kids a stressful process. Spouse. Yep. Right. So, what does you know? What do we say to do with stress? We need to rest it. You need to to de-stress. Yes. So by de-stressing, meaning you resting. help your body to recover. Also, remember with stress. If you guys remember from our lecture, I don't know how many people like are crossing over that watch that and listen to this if you haven't go over to our instagram there's an igtv video um i believe it was you that did it i I can't remember um about stress and cortisol levels cortisol so guys this is a big little factor in here big little like important factor um cortisol is is major it's a, a really plays a really big role it's a um a really big hormone in our body and it's a reaction to stress so cortisol levels can be good because they help our fight or flight instinct. So Correct. in terms of like if there's something, you know, really wrong and you need to it needs to happen fast, like you respond quicker because everything kicks in. Right. It, it, it levels, right? parasympathetic nervous system like it just activates everything. So it's not that it's bad. Your body has it for a reason. But the problem is with ongoing amounts of stress. So workouts will increase your cortisol levels to right. a certain extent. It stores it and it's not in a good way. Yes, but at proper recovery will Correct. allow all of that to recover. But if you're not, so if you're somebody who works out seven days a week, and I'm talking works out like two, three hour workouts, like pounding your body, right. like Hit never training, really giving, yes, weight strength training, training like just everything. All those different, you know, forms of exercise and then your body's not saying your body's and your cortisol levels are now high break right yes and you can't you can't you're not going to recover the same way because you're not even giving yourself and your body time so now your cortisol levels are higher and that's been linked to I, I, lots of different yeah. hormones and and, and fat. <laughs> well uh, hormones that cause fat to retention right. to store so essentially what we're saying is no rest days and no recovery days for your body will increase cortisol which can also lead to weight plateaus right. it's and, why it's linked you know, to like and it's linked you know higher cortisol cortisol levels are linked to your results so you're yes. not getting the results because why because you're not resting yep so you know essentially and that's big that's like big. people are like why aren't i losing weight in this and that and i'm like well you're taking a full rest day right and if you're not and you feel like wow i can really work out seven days a week with what i'm doing you're probably not you're working out you're not working out hard enough on the other days right. like there's no way in heck that you're working out hard enough on the other days if you don't feel like you need a rest right. day 
or two rest days. Spikey. Spike. Sorry, Spike's sitting with us today for our podcast. You're going to hear some pop barks. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a doorbell. He's a noisy one. Um, you know, and then also too, like Michelle was saying earlier, inflammation. Yeah. You know, inflammation where on your joints, not only with the cortisol, the increase of cortisol, but um, and that leads to your elbows, your mm-hmm. wrists, your it knees, leads to your hips. No recovery leads to like yes. more chance of injury, greater risk of injury is how I should put it. Yeah, and that's not good. good <laughs> Stress yeah. fractures. Where does that come from? Yep. Generally, overtraining. 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 Or I should say, overtraining is kind of one of those things in the bodybuilding yeah. world we hate. Um, overtraining or burnout we hate that term um, I would phrase it more as just under resting <laughs> so it's not necessarily right. overtraining you might be training just right but you're not resting yeah, for recovering. what adequate yeah right. and then burnout burnout is a real thing that's another symptom of um, non no resting or no recovering but burnout is more of a mental issue than I would say like a physical issue again it's not necessarily that you're not you're training too much it's that you're not resting and recovering Rest, enough right. burnout kind of means like you're kind of sick of it like you're like oh i've done this for so do long and you're probably doing something wrong something needs to be switched you know what i mean you should be excited and like looking forward to your workouts especially after rest day and especially after rest day you should hit that extra hard like it's it, it should be like a yeah like i'm really looking forward to it like on your rest days and i know so many people like this you want to train you know but you 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 make sure that you don't because it's just a, as much of a priority once i started to realize that that was yeah. like the deal breaker for me because I was like, someone explained it like, hey, listen, you're going to lose all your gains. Your body's going to eat your muscle. Right. You're not going to be able to gain muscle. And I was like, whoa, I'm really going to take my rest days seriously. Like you gain more from your rest days sometimes than you even do like during your training cycle. And your body's building so it's, muscle, right? It's huge. And I can't, I cannot get over there. there are still people. I have clients. Y'all know who you are that still argue with me about not wanting to take rest right. days. Like, not wanting to, and they're like, well, what if Or they're I... like, I'm just going to do abs tomorrow. That's yeah, all I'm going to do. what the heck is that? No. Guess what? Your abs, they're a muscle. Yeah, just you, stop. So they need like, to rest. Why? What do you think that's going to give you? Like, what right. one-up do you think that's going to give you? It's actually taking you a step backwards right. because you're never giving yourself time to just chill. You know, and then you also, too, people are like, oh, I'm running a marathon. That's 26 miles, and I'm running it in six months, and I need my marathon trainer has me running every day. Okay, that's so crazy. It's that's great, but you still need like they're not having you run twenty six miles. Stop, Spike. Twenty six miles every day. They're having you run, you know, intervals. Plus, at that point, you're running. You think you, when you're resting, yeah, but you can't rest- train seven no. days a week. No, oh no, my you're God. not. That's what I'm saying. So you're breaking it down to, yeah. you know, that one day you still need that no mileage or just yeah. walking. You know, you'll so notice professional athletes have that, they and have that. they usually call it tapering, and they taper up to like a big game or a big event or a meet. I, like that camera is the worst. Yeah. Sorry, well, guys. We're taping at the same time and we can't get it to stay on. Anyway. Maybe it's because there's not enough action. Like there's no movement. <laughs> I don't know about like, all just, that. I don't know. It just shuts off. Dance now we got and power and, and oh. Whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, they call it tapering. So yeah. they they like to lead up to an event. Like whether you're a track runner, a basketball player, football, it doesn't matter. MMA fighters. You notice do they it. don't usually. Yeah, and they they won't usually perform. You know, a day or two or wherever they position their rest day, depending on their coach. Um, but we all do it. Like anybody who's a, a good athlete with right. a good coach knows that they need their rest days. Like that's one of the most important things. So why would we not? Like these are the people that are at the top of their game, right? They're yeah. the people who have the to. Ones that are, yeah, doing it yeah. every day. Like those are like people who we should be emulating. So why would you not be taking rest days? Right. Anybody worth their salt? Like Google that. 
Google it. Like anybody who doesn't believe in anything I'm saying or says, I don't need a rest day or I don't need this or I don't work out hard enough to need a rest day. Yes, you do. Because guess what? Your workout like difficulty is depending on you. So like the older you get, and this is a true statement, the older you get, the more recovery you need. Absolutely. You don't recover as quickly. You just don't. Your muscles, your tissues, your joints, just everything (laughs) does not recover as quickly. So you're going to need more recovery time than say a 25 year old, like athlete or not athlete. You're just going to need more time. So the difficulty level of the workout isn't the, what's in question. It's like what your body actually needs. Right. And for you, it was difficult. It doesn't yeah. matter if that was something that someone else could take that's half your age and do in a heartbeat and it's not hard for them. It's hard for you. Right. So it's just, it's recovery is very, um, you know, it's folk, like it's it's different for everybody. Right. Is what it, I was ba- trying like to say. Based on it, you're like, like Michelle said, based on age, based on, you know, the level of exertion based on level of exercise, based on the impact it has on your body, you know, some people could be good enough with one day a week off. Yeah. Two days a week off. You may need it if you're feeling it. Depends you know, on you, right? If you're feeling right? fatigued, if you feel like, you know, you, you wake up the next day, like, oh, I really feel tired. Also depends on how hard you're putting it into the workouts. Exactly. I, I guarantee that, yeah. Because you know? when I wasn't lifting, like, with the same force, like, I wasn't training to failure and all of that stuff. I would say I definitely didn't feel like I even needed that one day off. I would take it anyway, but I right. didn't quite feel like it. But now I would say much more so. I'm like, whoa, I really need today. I really need to hit off. It's Thursday. I know it's the middle of the week. I don't usually do it, but I have. And I've noticed better results with taking two days off than I did before with trying to work out seven days. Right. Like your a million percent. Yeah, your, body, your body's responding, responding better. Responding better. better. You're yeah. seeing, seeing less inflammation in the joints and even in the muscles, you know. It's breaking down the water and the fluid in the joints because your body's resting. Yeah. So it's it's a matter of like now, like, you, oh, look, I look more cut after a day of rest. Yeah. You know, it's just like the theory of not eating all night and not drinking water all night. You wake up the next morning, you look lean. It's your body rested and there's nothing, you know, filling you up. Yeah. Well, sleep is another thing that we can kind of. Big time. Because that's recovery. So rebuilding, that's right. that's really that sleep feature. Guys, we mean like really. Right. Solid not a sleep. nap. <laughs> no. Like we're talking like. Six nice. to eight to ten hours of REM sleep. I know everyone listening to this is like, who gets ten hours yeah, of sleep? Yeah, I was just going to say I 10 mean, hours. some people. Like, like a to, newborn. That's another thing. Everybody needs a different amount right. of sleep, though. And so also, too, think about, like I just said, with the newborn. Like, <laughs> what do babies do? They sleep because they, they grow. grow. You'll see a kid Same concept. Th- three months later, he looks like a different person. <laughs> a little kid, like a, a newborn baby, because they grow so much because they sleep so much. Yeah. Not that we could do that because our jobs are a little different. You know? Yeah, but we still need to prioritize Absolutely. sleep. Absolutely, you still need to prioritize sleep. comes down to that same thing we were talking about Tuesday with prioritizing yourself. Like, right. hey, I need to go to bed. Like, that's it. I need my six to eight I hours. Like, to, you yep, know I yourself. Rest, yep. I'm somebody who, I, if I get six, I feel it. I need eight. Like, I ideally yeah. need eight or nine. <laughs> nine doesn't usually happen. Yeah. But I, I feel much better with eight hours than I do, you know, with less sleep. I, w- I wake up and my weight is, like, a little, like, in terms of prepping. I don't yeah. take my weight all the time. But I'm saying, like, in terms of prepping and getting ready for a show where, like, that's a big concern. Yeah. I, I wake yeah. up lighter. I feel better. I feel, like, more clear-headed. Like, y- you need that sleep and it needs to be deep sleep. It doesn't need to be I woke up seven times during the night. 
I thank God I, I do not suffer from that condition. I yeah. can sleep pretty well through the Me night. Um, but I know a lot of people that do. Yes. And I'd say, I mean, obviously refer to a doctor. I would never try to diagnose that. But I'm sure some of it comes from like routines before bed. A lot of it's phone related. If you're on your phone right before you go to sleep, some of it's how much caffeine you're consuming during the day. Um, what's going on with that? And is everything else in terms of like your nutrition and your supplementation and your workouts in check? Like, so are you, are you like, how's your blood work? Like what's, that's what I would look at. And I mean, I'm sure that's what your doctor would look at, but getting good Good sleep is so important so that's something that you definitely need to focus on um if not go to like a sleep institution right yeah, where they can study that ties into the rest like, yeah that's why we keep we're going off on the sleep tangent a little without bit because, sleep none of none of the rest right. of the stuff counts like and that's the not, biggest right. form of recovery we have recovery. it's huge your body's just shutting down and kind of getting in that right frame of mind to recover yep so that's why we kind of went off on you know as far as a little tangent no, i mean it's very you, related it's so 100 relatable but yeah what i'm saying is it's not just you know, sitting on the couch watching TV, that's not rest. It is no. rest, but well, it's not no. the sleep that we need, you know, and that your body's That's more of inactivity than it is rest. Right. It's not recovery. Right. But it's not it's not pounding like, you know, like no, oh, it's I'm not impact. Out. Right. It's not impact. I would call it inactivity, you know. And then I would say the, to the people that I have that like really try to question, oh well does this count as a workout? Does right. this count? If you're asking the question, it probably does. I'd say anything with impact. So the reason that I preach against running on rest days is because running is one of the most highly impact based six, six, six times. sports. Yep. Yeah, like it's it's wildly, Im- yep. it just, it's very bad for your joints and everything like that. Running itself is not bad, but when done in, in excess, it's not good. So in terms of recovery, you really don't want to be hitting your joints with so much impact. Even if it's a mile, two miles, it's not rest. That's not not your rest day. You know what I mean? Especially if like Phil said, you're marathon training, you know, and you're tapering or whatever. You can't be doing that seven days a week. Your body has to have time to grow and repair. And that's where like you see all these athletes and non-athletes like shin splints, stress fractures, just injuries. Like they tear their, they tear meniscus, they tear their like everything like i've just never seen more preponderance of it outside of running like that's the biggest thing i see is like they were like well i was trying to get in shape and i'm like well what were you doing well i was running running every day running running a couple miles every day so you need that rest day i don't care what your level is what your current like exercise experience is what you're doing on a daily basis i would say try to streamline that pick days in your schedule like phil said schedule it out pick days that are good for you say i'm gonna pick like Sunday and Thursday, you don't have to have two guys. You can have one, um, but again, with, at least start with one. Start see with where, one see full how your body one, feels. and then once you start to feel it, you're like, oh wow, this really yes. is good. And then, and then again, we we circle back to biofeedback, which is a really nice, awesome topic, and we will discuss it more later on. Um, but once you know how you start to feel with your rest day, you'll know when you need another one and right. you'll know when it's right to take it. Like I, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I go based on my body. It's so like if I wake up one day and like I'm moving around and I'm training clients and I'm working and whatever. And I like really am not like I physically feeling it, like whether I'm feeling sick or right. I'm just out of it. Like I'm like, I'm going to take today as my rest day. Even if I already took two, I, yeah. I listen to yeah, my I body because you can't. There's a. There's a fine line between pushing yourself, which is good. I don't mean to encourage anybody to just, oh, I want to take a day off. Let me take a day off. Let me take a day off. <laughs> Another one, right? Yeah, especially if you do that all the time and then you never work out. But I'm, there's a difference between that and somebody who works out consistently and hard and loves working out and, like, listens to their body and says, hey, I'm going to take today off and I'll reassess tomorrow. I've done that many times. And sometimes I take three or four days in a row if I need it. Right. But it's, it's few and far between. Yeah. Listen and to your body. that's why it's so important 
back to the main is recovery. Yep. Recover, Your body recover. has to recover, recover. The th- remember the three R's, which are? Rehydrate, rebuild, and rest. And rest. So right. your sleep and your food and, and your, your water. water. All right, guys. So Thank thanks you. again for tuning in with us. Make sure, please go follow us. These episodes will be available on YouTube. We are struggling with our camera. Um, but they're going to be available on YouTube. So make sure to go follow us there. You can find the link in our bio over on JM Elite Fit on Instagram. Also, please subscribe to us on Apple Music. That helps us out a lot. And leave us a, if you love it, leave us a five-star rating. Um, write something nice. Um, really, really, that's awesome for us. And it helps more people find out about our podcast and tune in with us. And that's it. We're going to see you again next week on Tuesday.